0: To it, right back to it. Super excited, Jake. The Gentleman's Breakfast, episode 64. A great melody to introduce us to pick up the energy here on a Saturday by Queens of Stone Age. No one knows. a great beat almost great. Tw- 20 years ago, Jake.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, almost. It was actually recorded in 2001. So technically it is 20 years ago. Uh, I didn't need my energy picked up because this is a pretty amazing weekend. Mm. We have both an F1 race and the Kentucky Derby going on, but we can get into that later. Mm. Uh, first, we have to talk about uh, talk about the artists. This is one of those bands, <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age, that I was telling you before we started that I'd always heard, you know, like bands that bands like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd, o- I'd always heard that this was one of those. This is the only song that I really knew from them. It's the only one that ever topped the charts. Um. But they did some stuff after that. I never really understood. Like, I always thought that this was a good song, but not like amazing or anything. It, it's, it's pretty simple. It has that kind of White Stripes vibe to it. Where sure. It's like, it's not overproduced. There's not a ton going on. Um, the lyrics are good. Um, but I always remember hearing it when, what, I was like 14 at that, 15 at that point in time and thinking like, this is good. I'll listen to this, but uh, I don't think this is, going to change lives or anything, which is probably part of how it's been, it's been partially forgotten a to ton.
0: Well, I mean, it's 20 years later, right? I mean, this is a good pump-up song. Like, if I'm at a music festival and I see Queens on the Snow Age, is that one of the smaller stages? I mean, it's probably Rocks Live.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they put on a great live show. I'm sure that they have a, that they have a lot of other songs, too, uh, that, that no one knows, uh, uh, as is the title of this song. Yeah. Um, yeah i just i'll have to get into it at at some point this year Hmm. but uh yeah i was i was going on a real kick uh with some friends the other day where we were playing a bunch of uh 90s and early 2000s rock music um and i was very depressed to learn what these two friends were able to identify or not identify because i would randomly mix in you know these were people that were more into that punk rock scene, okay. uh, which I never was. So I would play something by like Yellow Card. Okay. Mm. A band that I never listened to. Sure. I would get Im- immediate recognition. Then I would play something by like the Who. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. No no recollection of that. Then we would go back to, you know, uh Fallout Boy or mm. uh Newfound glory, these bands that I've forgotten about. Uh but it's funny to hear all those sounds. And this was one of those one of the best bands that was kicking around at that point in time that was not in that whiny punk uh, tone that mm-hmm. we all know that I love so much.
0: Speaking uh, of and I
1: believe we've we've concluded our obligatory uh, critique of the song.
0: Yeah. It's to speak on the whiny problem, I've got a few things I want to whine about um, today, Jake. So Bear with me as I go Let's through get it. Into it. So, I work for a small company. We are now grand eight people. And uh, there was thrown a Saturday poker event on the calendar. And a okay. little backstory like, we work pretty hard. This is probably the hardest I've worked in a long time. I would probably say seven or eight years. And, you know, we have closeout meetings every day at five, even on Friday. Besides the point, so Saturday, Saturday poker, like you guys are nice people, but like, I'm not really looking to yuck it up and <laughs> give you my Saturday, right? Sure. So the reason it was happening is because like there's one guy from out of town that's in town trying to show him San Francisco. I get it. So I just do the polite, like ignore, didn't didn't say maybe, just didn't accept it. So we have a meeting this week where the founder goes, okay, well, Seamus, you didn't respond. Are you going to the poker? And I go in front of everybody like on the meeting. I'm like, uh, probably not. And she's like, why not? And I go, well, you know, Saturday afternoon. I'm a big tiger snooze guy. I like to take naps. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a wheelhouse time for me.
1: This is this is a time when you immediately point back to the significant other.
0: Someone else. You said say, that. yeah.
1: Well, you 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 point back to family and or significant other, and you can get away with anything.
0: Yeah, I had already, I had already shown my hand, so to speak, as annoyingly as it was, because I already explained that the significant other was out of town.
1: Oh yeah, you always want to be mysterious about that.
0: Mm-hmm. So I said, um, I said no, I don't. You know, I don't want to do that. And they go, okay. Well, what if it's in the morning? What if it's brunch?
1: More likely to join, sure.
0: So I say, okay. So after this, I got to go to a brunch with my coworkers.
1: Oh, it's after this. So doing, these fuckers are doing a weight brunch then, on top of that, they mm-hmm. planted it right in the middle of the day?
0: Mm-hmm, hmm
1: Jesus Christ, they could have at least done eight or nine a.m. like respectable people and had a Bloody Mary and mm. a mimosa and everyone moves on with their lives.
0: Yeah, I, I've, I'm sure there's gonna be like a two-drink limit that most people consume. Um, so that's why I'm getting a little bit of a head start here but the even the bigger problem and i think i'm a pretty personable guy like i can usually find a conversation with anybody so we had the new person start this week
1: that might be the most humbly that you've ever presented that attribute that you have that i've ever heard
0: maybe you're do you you're think i'm wiser
1: in your old age
0: anyways so we have this new person and we're all working out the same apartment type place and yep. I, I go hey i'm going to grab a coffee this week you want to come kind of show them the neighborhood you know that their apartment is in my old neighborhood I love showing it around you know nostalgic I don't live there anymore so within five minutes of the walk I go this person's not my cup of tea nothing wrong with them nice person very thoughtful kind just not my cup of tea and what's worse is like there's similarities like soccer likes to travel likes interesting things and they just start talking like I don't care what you have to say you're not like, it's not interesting. And it's yep. cool. you ever meet those people where they think they're interested and they're just not? But they still oh, want yeah. to talk? So after that first coffee, I was like, poof. And then I took him on another coffee. i like, make give them another chance. No. Nope. No bueno. So I've got some poker lined up with this person as well. Um,
1: this is someone that's never applied critical thought to their own stories, right? Because I've certainly been guilty sometimes of... Thinking that something that I have done is interesting just because I did it, and then you think <laughs> about it for for a minute. You think about it for a minute. And you're like, um, actually, nothing really happy, really interesting happened in that story. Uh, so I'm going to keep that one in the pack, right? Or, or you know, this this incident or whatever. Um, you try to look at it from the outside in. Is this going to add anything to the conversation?
0: Or not? <laughs> right.
1: And and no. usually what I'm guilty of is accusing people who are inoffensive Mm. in terms of being around, right? I'm like, no, I don't fucking like that guy. And they're like, well, that guy never says anything. And I'm like, exactly right. I'm like, if you're not bringing anything to the situation, then you're taking away from it. Mm. But you can also interject things that are simply not interesting. Um, And uh, yeah. I'm sorry, you had to struggle
0: through that. Well, it's even gets gets even better. It's like, I don't care if you have nothing interesting to say. Just be just be brief. Like, be quick. Sure. Um, so he has a lot of not interesting things to say. Then we go to dinner on Wednesday, and he starts talking about his relationship with his girlfriend. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Okay. And he quickly drops, like, oh yeah, we've been together for four years. I don't want to get married and I don't want kids. And she wants both of those. Like in passing, as she's as he's grabbing a piece of bread. I'm like, that's interesting. Let's talk about that. How have you been able to dodge that for four years? Right? Like, that's an <laughs> intriguing story. I'm entertained here. Entertain me, right? Like, this is the first nugget you've given me. Now right. let's expand upon it. And he said it so nonchalantly. I was like, come on, man. This is something that's interesting. Um, but I digress. Uh,
1: Speaking of which, um, I, th- I thought about this today. Or the, the, it was probably yesterday's, James. Uh Are you legally married right now? Not yet. So, because, so the ceremony got delayed, right? Yeah. So, COVID delayed your legal marriage as well. Correct. In addition to your social marriage. Correct. Did you guys think about taking the legal step and then just saying, okay, the ceremony will be later?
0: Yeah. Well, we, we, we stupidly thought hey let's be domestic partners. thinking okay. that that was like some type of advantage. It's not. Um. Yeah. There, can... There's a
1: there's generally it, it it all depends on like relative incomes and stuff, mm-hmm. but there's actually usually a disadvantage to from a tax perspective to being married.
0: Yeah, I'm like, oh, domestic partner. I'm like, oh, maybe you can get on my insurance. No, I still have to pay like a bunch of money for the insurance. Um, so that's all brewing. So there's a number of different things moving on. That are going on, like we're having a family vacation, which might serve as a wedding uh, this yeah. summer, and then my family's coming, her family's coming, and then there's chatter about other things that I'm not allowed to disclose. And then there's the bachelor party, which is also happening as well,
1: as its own thing. It sounds like,
0: yeah, yeah. Now, I are also are
1: we going to get a are, are we going to get a reschedule at the original property?
0: Not the original property, no. We're we're going yep. elsewhere. We had a little difficulty with the original property person, you know, during the height of COVID, not willing to dish us back a few thousand dollars.
1: Wow. Yeah, uh, That's... She wasn't even willing to, like, roll it over to the next one?
0: Well, he, to be fair to him, I think it was right at, like... Excuse me. Uh, right at, like, March, April last year, where it was, like, heightened, and it was supposed to be in June. We're like, dude, like... We're not coming. He's like, Well, the the rule is the rule. And it's like, Hmm, like, pandemic here, do we need to get Airbnb involved? And he like finally like came to and like I get it, like it's his business, right? He's losing out all of his business for a year. Um, but I also I think and maybe I'm maybe I'm naive here. I'd like for you to check me here. I think at my age, my bachelor party is also a great excuse for a lot of people to go hang out.
1: Well, especially for our group now, because we are more spread out now. I mean, if this were five years ago, six years ago, it'd be a different story because we'd see each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Not not everyone in your orbit uh, would be, you know, in that, in that close bubble there of the bay. But, um, yeah, certainly at this point, I don't see – I haven't been in San Francisco in a, over a year. Yeah. Which is pretty rare. Uh, so, yes, for me, it will be.
0: Yeah. So we're going to lean into that. Um, another thing that I've learned, like, in this life, like, everybody's always asking, like, what are you up to? What are you doing? I go to first one-year-old birthday parties. Like, that's kind of what I do. Right. Have you been to yeah. one of these yet? Uh, no. So when we got invited last week. Um, you know these people. They actually introduced Mallory and I. Sure. Um, we show up. And it's to the nines, right? It's got all the balloons you need. It's got a beautiful little table with all these little cushions for little children to sit at. We've got the pink donuts. We've got the pink candy. We've got the charcuterie board. We've got the little thinly sliced turkey roll-ups. And I would say the most intriguing piece about it is there's like eight couples of like gorgeous looking people, right? Mm -hmm. That are there. And I'm like, who are these people? I don't even know who they are, <laughs> right? I, I see these people, I see the couple with the children once every two weeks, three weeks. Like I see them pretty frequently. I go to their house, like we hang out quite a bit. And I go, I, how do I even not know where you're connected from? And then I appreciate some of them. Like they quickly bounce into like Instagram boat. They're snapping all the photos before the food really gets touched, the balloons, the table. Like there's just, people flying around, taking all these photos and it's almost like, okay, let's get it early and then get it out of the way. But Jake, I wouldn't be surprised if there was three or four of these couples that were just like hired to fill in, to be pretty people at the, at the party.
1: Well, this is, this is like anything else that you get into, right? You're going to need to find some people that you can hang out with in this. Like, let's say, you know, you get sentenced to 10 years in prison, Mm. you're going to realize that, you know, you're going to be spending a pretty good amount of time here. You're going to need to build some relationships, right. With some people that maybe you normally wouldn't. Right. Mm -hmm. But I need to know some people on this cell block so that I can get by, uh, or like hobbies. Let's say you want to get into like skiing or whatever. Maybe you start hanging out with some people who ski some more, who you wouldn't normally hang out with, um, could apply to anything. And I'm sure that Having a captive human being that you're raising in your home, right? You're gonna hang out with some other people that are doing that.
0: Well, yeah, and it's interesting. Like, I was, I was almost honored. I'm like, look, we don't have children. Like, we're one of the only people here without children. But it was all everybody was under the age of like two or three, so the Mm -hmm. kids weren't really moving around. Like a lot of small children.
1: Here's all that I want to know, though. Was there a healthy cocktail so I could healthy? No, 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 no. Like. Uh, good, good selection, good quantity, good good bars set up there.
0: Oh, the bar setup was terrific. Yeah, they had a bunch of go. a bunch That's of things. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, I made the mistake.
1: That's all I expect from any event.
0: There was ample booze. There, they had the you know the vodka grapefruit or the vodka whatever, a bunch of beers, uh, you know white wine. Yeah, you had a, everything you needed there. And it was very amply located. You didn't have to like. Well, it was even more interesting. Like this was the first event where I I went to and like comfortable talking about where there was like more than five, six or eight people. And oh, okay. Because and- California is still like just coming out of like, wait, I don't need to wear my mask outside all the time. Like that just happened in the last week. Like, are you pe-
1: guys, are our vaccines open there now?
0: Yeah, mostly everybody our age has their first vaccination. I would say. Okay. So I'm you, have,
1: have you you've had your first shot?
0: I've had my first shot. My next shot. No, your second. Yeah, next week. The, the second's a doozy. Whew. Is it different? Isn't it the uh, same?
1: It's so okay. I'm no scientist, but here's the explanation that I've heard. The first shot gives you some antibodies. So that first shot, if you haven't had COVID before there are some people that like get sick after the first shot Mm -hmm. and what I have read is that that's an indication that you have probably had COVID before but were asymptomatic and didn't know because you're having an immune response to the first shot
0: oh interesting
1: by the time you get the second shot you're basically in the same place where those people would have been where like you have some antibodies uh, but the second shot is to make sure that it lasts longer it takes whatever so by by the time you get the second shot when they pump that vid into you your body is like fuck this i know what this is and starts attacking it and you get like almost everybody that i know including like myself my significant other my coworkers when they got their second shot we ran like 102 103 degree fever for how long um about 36 to 48 hours it's it's from for my for my significant other she still felt fine, but was running a fever. Um, I did not feel great, but was running a fever. It it wasn't like quite as bad as being sick, Mm. but it was close, if that makes sense. Like I felt kind of shitty and I ran a fever and it was over pretty quick. If i had had the flu, it would have lasted like three days and I would have felt way worse or whatever. Um, So I would just say like, be prepared, like call it like eight, eight to 12 hours after your second shot. You're probably going to start running a fever. You're probably going to start feeling shitty. Best to deal with that like over a weekend or have a day off or
0: something. Oh, that's good. I get my second shot on a Sunday so I can milk it on the Monday. Um, Perfect. Speaking of terrible people, no, not terrible people, but who I think are terrible people. Um, so we live in whatever, a, a kind of a seedy neighborhood in San Francisco to lay the groundwork. And within like a block. I'm sorry. Of- Did you say seedy? Seenie. Cine, sceney like. Seenie. Pe- okay,
1: yes. Let's clarify. That. I'm young. Yes, I'm,
0: absolutely. I want to live here. There's a bunch of good-looking people. Blah, blah, blah. I completely agree. So within a couple blocks is a beautiful, well-manicured park with baseball fields, tennis, and there's a very tiny dog park, like a track dog park. I don't know if you can visual this, visualize this at Sconey Park, but it's probably 20 feet wide by 100 feet long. And it's gated, and it butts up to like a huge, expansive field that you're technically not allowed to put your dog into because it's a sports field. But you can get away with it as long as like ranges. Is there a fence? No. Well, there's a fence around the dog park, like the 20 foot by 100 foot. Okay.
1: So the dog can't just naturally run into the, the sports facility.
0: Uh, if you just walk into the grass, you can. Like if you'd want to make the risk because ranger rick will come over and like yell at you if he sees you with that with a thing but as long as like an event's not going on it's like worth the risk in my opinion as a stepdad dog owner okay but as you walk past the dog park there will be at times in a 20 by 100 foot space 15 to 25 people in there sure and their dogs are running around and they're all leaning up against the fence on their phones like, not paying attention to their dogs. And now, you know what I no think?
1: One's throw, no one's throwing the ball or anything?
0: Maybe one or two. Like, I would say less than 20% of them are interacting with their dog in this instance. And it's just AstroTurf. So, it's just like a mat for piss and shit. Oh, God. And uh, these people, I'm like, did you did you get a dog to get laid? Like, why do you have a dog? Like, I, I'm like, I look at these people. You know what I say, Jake? These people are going to be bad parents and they're going to be divorced or they're going to have bad children that's what i look at when i see these people (laughs) these dogs
1: well so with any of our friends or whatever uh that have dog trained dogs that we interact with if i'm playing with the dog at all or anything's going on with the dog i have one goal in mind which is to wear this dog out as much as possible yeah so that they're tired and if i'm going to the dog park i'm going to be throwing the ball or whatever as far as I can as far as a dog is willing to run out to and just running them out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so that when they come back from that park they should be beat and then be the type of dog that I want them to be which is just lay on the fucking couch while I do
0: whatever. Yeah, I mean the, the weirdest part about it is there's probably four to five acres within two tenths of a mile where you can like run your dog freely yeah Like it. yeah i mean my my goal
1: is there's nothing that i love to see more than when i throw a toy and you see the dog like doesn't really want to get it mm-hmm. anymore and i'm like oh okay so that means when we go back to the couch, you're not going to try to gnaw on my arm or do whatever, right? Yeah. Like you're not, you're not interested anymore. That's been that's been played out of you for at least a few hours. Um. So I don't know. Maybe these are people were these people that had small dogs.
0: I just think they're bad people. I mean, there's different sizes of dogs. I just can't comprehend it. I can't bring myself to go in there. Maybe I should just try to go in there and like engage with them to say like. Hey, well hey, have you ever brought him over to the grass here, or yet another 2,000 feet down to Crissy Field here, where it's a beautiful view of the ocean and a bunch of lush green grass that this dog can just rip?
1: Some people like to follow the rules, does it make you a bad person if you're following the rules, it makes you a bad person if you're not paying attention to your dog or your child or your significant other, who knows?
0: Speaking of following uh, the rules, have you heard of the the joke that they're making about the left, which I thought was kind of funny?
1: What would that joke be?
0: The people that are vaccinated wearing masks are like people with magna hats, maga hats. So the, for the left, if you're vaccinated wearing the mask, be the equivalent of people that wear maga hats.
1: Okay, but you know that that's not true, right?
0: Of course, but I've, I chuckled. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Like, yeah. it's it, it's
1: just funny. You know, I, I feel like those people they're not getting to run in their own circles enough, so they're not getting to spout their own bullshit to each other enough. So it's coming out like the right-wing people, it's always funny to see in a Zoom call, right? Let's say you have like a nine person Zoom call. So we have a full on like Brady Bunch on the Zoom grid, right? Mm. Everyone's looking around and you, you, you always have the first two or three minutes where people are bullshitting. I actually had a call the other day where the bullshitting ran into minute five, and I logged off of the call. And and people people were like, "Oh, you weren't on that call?" I was like, "Yeah, no one was doing anything. I had work to do. I had better stuff to you do." You jumped off of I an actual
0: fucking, scheduled meeting.
1: They yeah, they bullshit for. They crossed the five minute mark of bullshitting.
0: And, and you just signed, jumped off. I
1: signed, I just dropped off of the meeting. And like, our my boss and my boss's boss were on the call. But I was like, I'm not, I'm not fucking doing this right now. Like, like we barely ever accomplish anything in this scheduled call anyway. And I'm, I'm, you know, game for shooting the shit for 60 to 120 seconds. Let's do it. Let's talk about the weather. You had,
0: you had the audacity to jump off of a call where your boss and your boss's boss was on it? Yes. What would they say to you?
1: uh, they just said like, oh, you, you weren't on this call. Here's, here's the update, which I'm sure happened in like the last 10 minutes of the call, which ran over by five minutes or whatever. And I'm usually booked back to back to back. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's just like a separate thing. Mm-hmm. What I like on these calls are the only people that are willing to offer political opinions are people that are leaning to the right. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I consider myself to be someone pretty in the middle. <laughs> and they'll say stuff and you'll be looking at your Brady Bunch nine box and (laughs) you'll see you know like two or three people chuckling and everyone else is kind of just awkwardly just sitting there like not saying anything like not gonna engage not gonna be like agree or disagree right um and it's just it's it's remarkable like how desperate they have to get with their arguments like They're just going back to the same classic stuff of, oh, anything that has to do with guns or taxes, this is just like classic liberal bullshit. I read a Wall Street Journal article this morning that was one of the most infuriating things that I've ever read about the new Biden tax policy, which do I agree with 100% of things in the new Biden tax policy? No, but I would say I agree about 90 plus percent of it. Uh, And it's stuff that I've been saying for years, which is that, like the death tax is the single most American thing in our entire tax code. What,
0: right? is, the, like, what is the death tax?
1: The death tax is if you haven't, an, and, and again, this is something that they never clarify. Like it was so unclear about what the actual rule change was. It, it was clear that the authors just, they wanted you to take away from it. Tax change bad, right? So first of all, the estate tax has only ever applied to estates in excess of a million dollars. That's when you die, okay? How <laughs> what percentage of people have a million dollars when they die? I would probably say Not less a lot.
0: less than two percent, probably,
1: right? It, it is well under ten percent or whatever. And then they're taxing those assets on your death. I think they should tax like fifty percent of that shit, which is basically what they're changing into. They're removing like some loopholes that allowed you to get out of taxes when you were passing assets down to heirs, uh, and then they're applying capital gains tax to that. And then they're changing the capital gains tax. So that if you make over a certain amount of money, you don't get the capital gains tax advantage. Mm -hmm. And all of these thresholds are like a million dollars and higher. I think all of this makes complete sense. Um, But uh, like one of the quotes in that I loved, which was, there was a quote about people being concerned about their uh, heirs having to pay taxes on second homes that were passed down. And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like, yes, if you are passing down a second home to an heir who has done nothing to get that fucking house, yes, they're going to have to pay the taxes on it. And you know what? If they can't afford the tax on it, they're going to have to fucking sell it. They're going to have to sell it. And they're going to have to live with 60% 60% of whatever it was that they didn't make. They didn't make that money. Um, we're not saying that we're gonna come and charge everybody 40% for what they already own, only what they gave to somebody else, including their mm. Um So it's, everyone has lost their fucking minds uh, yet again. Uh, I'm very curious to see how this stuff does um in the senate in congress congress like i i'm sure they've thrown a lot of there's a almost too many different things that are in the like american families plan or whatever Mm -hmm. um but i'm very curious to see what sticks and what goes um but the the important thing to keep in mind that they never mention is that i'm pretty sure pretty much all of these changes apply to people that make over a million dollars a year So if you make over a million dollars a year, yes, you're gonna lose your capital gains advantage. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, And also it wouldn't happen until next year. So you would get to, at the end of this year, you just sell everything that you own. You realize all the gains. Uh, You're not gonna be able to do that with real estate. Like real assets are gonna be a problem. But for like securities and stuff, you just have your advisors sell everything in December, pay the lower capital gains tax, buy it all back, and then yeah, you have to pay a, capital, a higher capital gains tax on everything after that. Well, um, that and it's again, it's not going to apply to anybody, right? <laughs> um. So.
0: Well, I think tax rant. I think that's helpful. Yeah. It's helpful for me to learn. Um, I think it's about time to go to the card.
1: Is it time to go to the card already?
0: You got, uh, I I, I got my topics here, and I'm like check, check, check. Uh, Okay. Unless you got something else you want to talk about.
1: Only a couple other things. Sure,
0: yeah, 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 let's go.
1: I went to a sporting event for the first time Mm. uh, since COVID. What kind of sporting event? Went to a Rockies game.
0: Okay, how was it?
1: it? maybe 10 or 20% capacity, they had like a lot of the seats banded off or whatever. More Astros fans there than Rockies fans, at least that's how it felt. Mm-hmm. Or at least the people, who were, the, the people who were the loudest were the obnoxious Astros fans that went fully decked out, of course. Uh, the Astros lost, which I got a real kick out of. They lost in the last three innings. Um, but what was funny was I was still thinking toward the end of it about like exit strategy, right? I'm like, are we going to stick it out to the ninth inning or... Mm. Are we gonna like try to leave at like the 8th or something?
0: Even though there's probably not gonna be any cross.
1: Right. But it was still close and I'm like, uh, you know, we've been here. We haven't gone to a game in a while. Let's stick it out to the ninth inning. So we do that. And then when we're leaving, I'm like, do you want to go to a bar nearby while this dies down? Which is usually what my approach is. Even though there's only 10 to 20% (laughs) of the same amount of people leaving the stadium. Uh, like, I'm still thinking about my same, like, sporting event exit strategies. Uh, and sitting in the stadium and looking around at the empty seats and just thinking about, like, what it's going to be like to go to the first game post-quarantine, it's going to be a complete mindfuck to be around that many people.
0: I, I think it's going to be interesting because people are going to be, like, exhilarated and others are not. I think you made a good point of, like, blue versus red where it was like the red states are more comfortable with this because they've been doing it longer where the blue states haven't had the ability to like interact and chat and share their ideas they're just using their twitter zones twitter wars to chat about it where i think once everybody kind of gets on board with that it's going to be great i think there's going to be so much camaraderie i think we just forget how much we need community interaction
1: yeah but, I mean, I haven't looked at the stats stuff lately. A, a lot of people are getting vaccinated, which is great. I think that we've done well with that. And once we hit some vaccination percentage or whatever, you probably lift most of it. Um, but people are going to be freaked out because it's been over a year of not being around other people. But, like, I'm, I'm going to buy tickets to go to the Austin F1 race. In, yeah. uh, it's in October and November this
0: year. I was
1: Uh, and that's yeah, that's probably gonna be probably gonna be full I would guess.
0: I was like it's just so like I'm like I want everybody just to stop and think independently. Like I was standing outside of a restaurant yesterday in San Francisco and I am within eight feet of like thirty people that are sitting on the street without a mask. Yep. And there's all these countless people passing me with mask on. Even though you're now allowed, technically, to not have a mask on while you're outside. Right, people are still like so used to having the mask on. Like I'm getting looks of like, oh, he has a mask. He's decided not to use the mask. But well, I'd I'd like to be clear. I I never wore a mask outside,
1: unless I was in uh, a situation where I was crowded in with other people.
0: Right, but like, like just the whole situation is like, okay, you're comfortable with all these other people sitting down eating, and then you pass in. But this other person who's also standing outside because they're not eating, you're not comfortable with them. It's like, it's just like, my mind is blown. I'm like, where have we gone? Like, let's just think a little independently here. And I'm like, I think it's gonna happen in a couple months. I think we all get there. And it starts, it weirdly starts with like leadership. Even when like Biden's press conference, even him coming in with a mask on, even though everybody in that room is vaccinated. Right, if we believe that vaccination works, why is anybody wearing a mask in that room?
1: Uh, You wear the mask as an example. Also, if okay, depending on what percentage of people are vaccinated, even if you're vaccinated, you could pass it to somebody else. Um, At least, this is what I've heard. And I mean, we don't really know. I, I completely agree. Like once we get over a certain threshold, we're having to deal with this, with, like return to work stuff, right? Like we can't require people to take the vaccine because it's technically not FDA approved. Oh. Um, it's like under some other FDA status, I forget what it is. It's like provisional approval or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so then you're like, okay, so like what percentage of people are gonna be vaccinated? What are we gonna allow? What are we not gonna allow? Um, and it's probably going to be masks in that situation for for a little while but at some point in the second half of the year you have to imagine that falls away but with that I would say we're in for an exciting rest of the weekend, we have an F1 race tomorrow we have Kentucky Derby later today that's a pretty great weekend right there
0: things are getting back to normal It's a sweet spot of the, the calendar for the, for the majority um, of the country
1: on the report card do you have a scale for us?
0: Hmm. Yeah, let's do um, streaming services. Okay. Television streaming services. Would you like me to go first? Please. You're an Apple TV. Apple, okay. Apple Plus or whatever Apple is calling their TV service. Because it kind of reminds me like a Sega Dreamcast back in, like, 1998 or 2001, whenever it was, is like, man, there's not a lot of stuff on here, but the stuff they do have, it's good content. And I think that was what, you're, what you were today is, wait, I, I'm paying for this? Well, the stuff I, I I like, he said, was good, but there's not a lot. So that's, that's your kind of Apple TV there, Apple TV streaming.
1: I'm going to reach you... A DC universe that's a service is, it is it's a streaming service that came out I think a couple years ago quietly it's mm-hmm. like ten dollars a month or something
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and it's a complete joke it's like <laughs> everyone else was coming out with a streaming service so DC Comics was like oh well I mean we have some content and we're DC we have fucking Batman so we're gonna open this thing up you know we have special stuff people want to use us too And it's a streaming service that nobody asked for. Nobody wanted. Most of the content's available on other platforms. (laughs) And they just opened up shop and nobody showed up. And that's kind of like, you know, I have kind of like thinking I have so much content. I'm going to do not one podcast, but two podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to you know, I need to start putting some more stuff out there, I need Mm. to start putting some video content out there, I need to start putting some reviews out there, maybe Mm -hmm. I need to start charging for this stuff, right, because there's people that want to show up, and then you open the doors,
0: and you realize, (laughs) oh Oh, man, that's good, that's a great way to end, might have been, I would say top three with one of your report cards there, I wasn't ready for that, (laughs) great work Jake, hope you guys enjoy May, and uh, can't wait till we all celebrate together in person. All right, see you next time. You're gonna, you're gonna hate this. I think I may.